Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris, and we want to say a special hello to all of our friends, coaching clients that are at Inman Connect. We're getting great feedback. Julie and I wish we were there, and uh, but fortunately or unfortunately, depending on your perspective, we happened to have planned a vacation that was going to overlap. And it's the first vacation we've put on in a long time. Um, so, yeah, we didn't want to reschedule it. So, uh, Julie, I know you've been having a lot of great calls today with um, all of our coaches. Julie coaches our coaches. Any interesting recurring themes you think uh-huh. would be beneficial to our 100,000-plus listeners? Yeah, and I think it actually is going to tie into the radio show. But the theme is a lot of the coaches ask about how to handle negative mindsets, negative thinking, whether that's a long-term thing or just a temporary hiccup. And I'm always focusing the coaches on the fact that it is their job to make you guys money, to help you make more money more efficiently, faster, with less stress. And really it gets down to life is going to happen all the time around you. You're always going to have things that are happening you know, with you, to you, what have you. But it is easier to deal with with a really rocking income. That is just a fact. So though, yes, of course we work on mindset things in coaching, we do always bring you back to what is your job at hand. Your job is to be a great provider for your family, to take care of your goals, your motivation, etc. And so that's what I talk to coaches a lot about. It's not that we don't spend a lot of time on mindset. We do, but we also don't let you go down the rabbit hole of only talking about that at the expense of your income. Does that make sense, Tim, kind of being hard on that? But it's it, it does. It does. And so the topic of today's radio show is five simple te- uh, steps to finally be free from negative thinking. Five simple steps to finally be free from negative thinking. So we're going to be giving you guys some specific drill-down points on what you can do to really recognize the fact that you are a chronic negative thinker, which, by the way, is 99.9% of you out there, and what you can do to identify the negative thought, stop the negative thought from continuing to manifest in your head, and also then, guess what, replace that negative thought with the types of thinking that are necessary for you to take your business to the next level. So I know from talking with a lot of you guys, a lot of you guys really do read Inman Select every single day. If you're not yet an Inman Select subscriber, you will frankly are missing some of the best real estate information as far as news that's out there. You definitely want to be tuning into that. If you want to know where I frankly get a lot of uh, my insight as far as what the next turn in the road is going to be for real estate, it's definitely Inman Select. And Inman Select is super inexpensive to be a member of. So do yourself a favor. Uh, Get your information that's going to have a direct effect on your ability to serve others and make money from Inman Select. So whatever you do, definitely have that at the top of your list. Yeah, you know, Julie, it is amazing with Inman Select. Like, they've gotten so good at diversifying their content. I mean, five years ago, the focus on Inman was really mostly on real estate technology and things of that nature, right? So they were basically focusing on a very specific, albeit very interesting niche in real estate. And now when you, especially if you're an Inman Select member, the cool thing is they have, they're doing stories on just sort of the macro issues in real estate and also really uh, just really every aspect of a real estate agent's and really brokers' 
business and personal life. So it's cool. I mean, it's it's fun to be part of it. It's fun to be broadcasting on Intimates. And uh, Julie and I are certainly honored to be contributors. So, Julie, let's get to the first point. And, again, today, the name of today's topic is Five Simple Steps to Finally Be Free from Negative Thinking. Miss Julie? All right, perfect. So step number one, accept the fact that you are challenged by negative thinking. Denying that would be negative thinking, wouldn't it? <laughs> so accept the fact that you're challenged by negative thinking. Point number two is decide that you will make a change and commit to that change. Point number three is to be willing to take action every day to eliminate that negative thinking. Action is the cure for most negative thinking. So the next point, number four, is to recognize negative thoughts when they happen. And this is a challenge especially for people who are like go, 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 boom, boom, boom all the time, our more uh, drivery clients, expressive clients that hardly ever take a breath. You've got to actually stop yourself and recognize those negative thoughts when they happen. Number five, replace the negative thoughts with positive affirmations, saying, and mantras. And number five is probably the most challenging thing. So number one, accept it. We can all agree we all have a negative thinking challenge, at least from time to time. Some of you on a daily, hourly, by-the-minute basis. Others of you are less bad at, with that. But we all have a challenge with it. Then decide to make a change. Be willing to take action. Recognize it when it happens. And then number five, the tough part, replace those negative thoughts with positive affirmations, sayings, and mantras. So as always, as coaches, our job is to not just say great things and you know, sound bites. It's to help you do something about it. So let's look at number five, Tim. Replace those negative thoughts with positive affirmations. Well, how do you do that? We talked about mantras, right? So what is a mantra? Well, it's actually out of Hinduism. It, is, it means a word or formula, as from the Veda in their case, chanted or sung as an incantation or prayer. Now, a lot of times we don't realize that we are chanting, singing incantations and prayers of negativity. That is kind of the natural default even if we're not consciously doing it, maybe we just turned on the news and we're saying, gosh, you know, the world is just a terrible place, and, and then that pops out a little bit later in your thinking. So this can be positive or negative, but the definition of a mantra saying affirmation is a repeated word, formula, or phrase. But what we're working on with really what a mantra is supposed to be is in the positive light. Okay, So it's often a truism. So affirmations and mantras are meant to beat negativity into submission. So here's a fact, right? Every single day, every one of you is writing your story. The language you use with yourself in your own mind and heart determines the outcome of each and every day you live. Your inner and outer expression of your thoughts creates negative or positive trajectory depending on what you're saying to yourself and to others. Because usually what's coming out of your mouth is what started in your head. Now we always talk about the fact, and Tim, I mean, we probably say this at one point or another on every radio show, you can't control the first thought you have, the first negative thought you have, but you can control every thought after that. So great, how do you do that? Okay, we say it all the time, but how do you actually control every thought that comes after that? So we're going to give you some examples to choose from. Adopt and adapt into your own psyche. Remember, a mantra is a repeated word, formula, or phrase. So before we get into the positive stuff, I just want to remind people, we all do this all the time without realizing it. How many times a day do you say, maybe not every day, but certain days, how, do you, how many times do you say, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm wiped out. I'm burned out. God, this business is so hard. I need a break. I don't have enough experience. 
these are mantras too. They just happen to be in the negative end of the spectrum. So again, this is a practical how-to guide to finally get rid of negative thinking. So we have now accepted it. We're going to move on, and we're going to learn how to replace those negative thoughts. So Tim, ready to jump into that? Well, before we do, let's really identify, go back to your original point, because sometimes the negative thoughts that we have aren't so out in the open for us to see and identify, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. oftentimes they'll slip, past, they'll slip past your sentinel, your guard, right? They'll just be right in your brain, and you won't know where it came from. You won't even know why you're even having that negative thought. So here's the thing. Your subconscious mind is constantly paying attention to everything around you, even if your conscious mind isn't. So your subconscious mind, when you're standing in line at the grocery store or wherever, is picking up on conversations all around you. As, you, as your eyes go over the magazines or the tabloids and all that garbage that's sitting there, as you're checking out, well, you're, even though you're not consciously reading the headlines, or maybe you are, I don't know, if you are, stop, right? But if you, even if you aren't intentionally reading them, your subconscious mind is picking up on them. Mm -hmm. Your subconscious mind is picking up on all the conversations, all the music in the background, everything. It is literally having its own, the subconscious and the conscious mind are literally almost like separate entities in, in a way. Okay, so here's the concept here. You don't know where, I don't know where, and by the way, guys, science doesn't know where thoughts come from. We're not going to talk about that. But let's just accept the fact that the thoughts that end up in your head, um, the negative thoughts especially that end up in your head, they don't and aren't necessarily rooted in any form of reality that has anything to do with you. So what happens sometimes is that we'll get a negative thought in our heads. I've done this, you know, Julie's, this is just, this is normal, this is part of being human, is that we get a negative thought in our head, and what happens is, if we start empowering that negative thought, asking questions like, where did this thought come from? Is this thought true? You know, should mm. I be worried about Ruminating. This? Blah, 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 blah. Ruminating, right? So you start having this negative thought about, pick your bad thing, okay? And it's, nowadays, so much people, are, so many people are having negative thoughts about health. That's like the most common thing our health negative thoughts. Well, you know, that's something I've helped. Julie and help, Julie's helping our coaching clients have helped, you know, thousands of agents to identify negative uh, thinking about their health. Okay, so when you have negative thinking about your health, one of the things you need to be accepting is that um, you probably are paying too much attention to media. And all these commercials that are constantly on trying to sell you drugs, and it was about 15 years ago it became legal, for uh, pharmaceutical uh, companies to start advertising uh, their drugs, right? So now you're hearing these constant barrage of commercials, and as the baby boomers get older, there's going to even be more of them. And as the baby boomers get older, they're going to have, and a lot of you guys are baby boomers, as, as you guys get older, as generation gets, as people get older, right, they're going to have more health issues. That just is the natural part of aging. You know, I'm not, hopefully, none of the, you guys are going to have health issues that are going to be, but, you know, you're, you're just kind of creaky, and you don't necessarily work as well as you did in your 20s. It is natural, right? So the reality of it is, is that we are uh, going to be subconsciously tuning in information about negative uh, stuff about health. And guess what? The media is there to reinforce it. The media is going to be telling you that you have this problem and that problem. The pharmaceutical companies are going to reinforce it. Every, at every turn in the road, uh, if you're not monitoring your thinking, and especially if you're experiencing a lot of negative thinking about your, your health in particular, you're going to find reinforcements for more negative thinking about your health. 
that is just the nature of how things are. So a couple thoughts. Number one, when you have a negative thought about your health or about anything else, don't empower it by trying to figure out if it's true. Don't empower it by trying to figure out where it came from. So let's make the whole health thing practical. Go to the doctor once a year. Go to the dentist twice a year. Right? Exercise. Maintain your weight. Beyond that, really, you should be fine. And, you know, go to the, if you have any sort of extra little issues, go to the doctor. Just schedule it. Have it be something that you time block 12 months in advance. Don't make it something that you worry about. Don't allow all these randomnesses from the media and from wherever else influence your thoughts about your health because they're not going to make you feel better about yourself. They're going to make you feel worse. No. Now, scale this, guys. They're going to make you feel the same way if you're allowing your brain, if you're, if, you're, uh, you're, if you're not controlling what your subconscious mind is picking up by controlling the media that you expose yourself to, by controlling the people you expose yourself to, then you're also going to start developing these negative thoughts about literally virtually every aspect of life. Right? I haven't been on this planet long enough to know if people have always been prominently drawn to negative thinking and negative types of gossip and negative news. I don't know. I mean, I'm 45 years old, and pretty much I can never remember a time when uh, the negative headline wasn't the one that basically the newspapers always led with. But I imagine at some point in history that wasn't the way it was. Maybe there's something about us, about modern man, that we're drawn to that. But you've got to make a choice that you're not personally going to allow that negative thinking to enter in your mind anymore. So filter and do what we always uh, preach to all of our clients. Have a media-free life, right? You could take it in small dosages, start with a media-free morning, and then make it a media-free life. No TV. Well, with the exception of HBO, maybe, <laughs> because there's no commercials. No uh, newspapers, no radio, no reading anything. Do not allow yourself to be somebody who is continuously addicted to the latest drama. You know, if, if you found yourself sucked into the whole, this whole celebrity culture that's been evolving, completely tune it all out. It's all negative. It has nothing to do with you. And that stuff does not make you stronger. It makes you weaker because it fills your, uh, your subconscious mind with messaging that does not move you forward. Julie, does this make sense? Absolutely, it does. I, I always joke with you, you know, if we have something on the background and there's one of those crazy health commercials that creeps in, you know, maybe we weren't paying attention. I always joke, you don't have that. I don't have that. We don't have that. Yeah. You know, well, but, but it's but, always but, some crazy thing you've never even heard of that could be wrong with you, right? Yeah, like an, angina of your big toe. But, Julie, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. You, you, but you just brought in the most important part of your previous points, right? And then, uh, mm -hmm. and, and then we're going to get to the exact ways that these guys can change their thinking. It's the monitoring of the thinking. Yeah. So you're and you do do that. I mean, if you and I are driving down the road and we're listening to something, all of a sudden some whatever whatever pops up, and I'm paying attention, I'm driving, and and you would think because I'm mute. focusing on the road that that I'm not going to be listening, but my subconscious mind is picking it up. And Julie mm -hmm. does say, you know, that doesn't apply to us. I mean, she'll because she's kind of policing. It, it, guys, we do it in a fun way, but you, work on doing that for yourself. Work on monitoring. Right. Basically, what you're, what you're, you monitor, hopefully, what you consume, what you put into your body, right? You need to do the same thing with your thinking. And if you do that and you totally unplug from media, uh, Inman aside, if you totally unplug from media, mm -hmm. you will be stunned and amazed how quickly you feel better. And then you have to start thinking about basically how you're going to feel about maybe the people you're hanging around with and then maybe the office that you're hanging around with or the guys – 
uh, you will find yourself, generally speaking, that people that are negative thinkers like to associate with each other. So the first thing you've got to realize is this is in your control. You can choose to have these negative thoughts if you want to. So like a lot of you, our business is growing quickly. I mean, matter of fact, since the beginning of the year, we have added between coaches and salespeople over 50 people. And one of the constant challenges we have is, like you, communication. So how do we all keep in contact with each other? We have actually upgraded our entire systems to VTech phones. Now, I personally was very fearful of getting into the whole, you know, figuring out what phone system to use. And I was very tempted to even do what a lot of you are probably doing, just say, well, the heck with it, I'm just going to go with the cell phone and use that for everything. But unfortunately, cell phones have a lot of limited use. The drop calls, the receptions, the audio quality, all that good stuff. That's the reason that we are looking for a really great solution, and we went with VTech phones. And now the wonderful thing about VTech phones, and I'm going to give you guys some more specific, specific information about that now, is that they're just so easy to use. They're just plug and play. You don't need an IT guy. You don't need to call out you know, your phone guy. It's simple. It's an elegant solution that all of you need to seriously consider, whether it's just you and an assistant, or it's you and your in your team, or frankly, the VTech four line small business phone system might even be perfect if you are working out of your house and use it as your home phone. VTech's new four line small business phone system is the perfect solution for small business owners that need to install a phone system that has the qualities and features that they have previously only been available for companies with bigger budgets. The new system is the most affordable and easy to install four line system on the market. The four line small business phone system components include the main console and the optional of expandable cordless desk sets, cordless accessory handsets, cordless headsets, and speaker phones, allowing the system to grow alongside a business up to 10 Extensions. The VTech four-line small business phone system components are available in stores and online at Office Depot, Office Max, and Staples, as well as online at vtechphones.com. You know, Julie, when you and I started this radio show a couple of years ago, I didn't think I'd be schlepping uh, phones, but I have to be, you know, the VTech, the VTech phones, though, in all reality. You know, they are awesome. They're so much better than anything we've used before. And for what you get, they are shockingly affordable. That's the cool yeah, thing. Yeah, well, and, and everybody listening has to have a phone, so you might as well have a good one, right? Sure. Yeah, Seriously. exactly. All right, so let, let's, let's get yep. to the rest of the points so we can give these guys. So now we've all talked about it. Hopefully at some level we have uh, broken through the negative thinking in your head, and you guys are now saying, okay, I have this issue. I have some negative thoughts that I'm not happy with. Maybe the negative thoughts have become like a big, heavy quilt, and they are constantly mm-hmm. surrounding you, and you just love nothing more than take that quilt off. I, just to be recept, to be opened to what Julie's about to share with you, have the concept in your mind that you can choose, it goes back to that choice word again, you can choose to take off that heavy quilt and never put it back on again. It all starts with monitoring the input into your mind and remembering that your subconscious mind is constantly recording. So Julie, let's go ahead and give them the practical, useful ways that they can actually start battling against these negative thoughts. Yes, so here is the nitty-gritty. How do you actually replace the the negative thoughts? Well, choose from any of the following. Here are some of our favorites. Number one, remember, these are things that you replace your negative thoughts with. You're going to start putting this into your head on purpose. Number one, lose the attitude, get into gratitude. What three things are you most grateful for in this very moment? I use this one a lot. You know, it's easy for me to walk outside and go, dear God, 103 degrees, I, I think I'm going to spontaneously combust, right? And I remind myself, you know what? It's nice that I'm not cold when I swim. We swim every day for exercise in our little exercise pool. It's really nice that I'm not freezing to death in that pool. So I lost the attitude and got into gratitude. 
So I do use that. It's one of my favorite ones. And just tell yourself, lose the attitude, get into gratitude. Easy to memorize. Number two, I can't expect victory if I'm planning for defeat. I see this on, from talking to the coaches with their clients and our, on our coaching clients. You know, what is your attitude when you go to a listing appointment? Do you expect victory, honestly? If you don't, you've got to start using this immediately. I can't expect victory if I'm planning for defeat. You take a buyer out this afternoon, are you just going to show property or are you going to, sh to go sell a house, right? So expect victory, don't plan for defeat. Number three, I must be the change I wish to see. You know, that gets back to criticism when things aren't going your way, they're not going exactly as planned. Well, be the change that you want to see. Be the solution, not part of the problem. Um, one of my other favorites, Tim number four, this is one that you started, is the saying, it's too soon to tell. Instead of casting judgment on something being spectacular or something being full of defeat, just say it's too soon to tell. I find that to be very freeing, don't you? I do. It takes the stress out. It keeps your emotions between the lines. You know, so again, yeah. guys, you, you can't necessarily go back to what Julie said a little bit ago. You can't always control the first thought that comes into your mind, you know, and don't worry about where it came from. Don't give it any power by trying to, you know, validate it or even in your mind disprove it. Just observe it, look at it, and then start replacing it. The key element to making all of this work, to finally being able to get control of your thinking, is to be monitoring what you're thinking. Be consciously aware of what you're thinking. Don't just be a passenger in your life, okay? So we've talked about where the negative thoughts, you know, some of them originate and some of them are reinforced by. We've discussed that. Now these practical tips are designed to make it so that when you're finally willing to accept the responsibility of controlling your thinking, start with when you have a negative thought, stop there and observe it. Just look at the stupid thing. You know, it's just yeah. dancing around your head trying to cause you grief. Laugh at it then excuse it and then realize that, that the first time you do that, all you got to do is catch one, okay? And the first time you catch one negative thought and politely excuse it, usher it out the door. Some of you have personal ways of getting rid of your negative thoughts where you might, like, you know, swear at it to get it out of your head, whatever it is. I, I know for some of you this is going to sound crazy. Remember, Julie and I are from Ohio. <laughs> so when we first started discovering this type of um, thinking, uh, a couple decades ago, it was, certainly was strange for us too. But once we started studying it more and once we started applying it, we realized how incredibly powerful it was. And that's the same, uh, that's really the same epiphany we want you guys to have. So, Julie, what's your next point? Okay, perfect. So, the next point, I just simply say Abe Lincoln. Now, if you guys haven't heard Abe Lincoln's story, it's a great, and I didn't put all of that in here, but essentially, before he was one of our most famous and effective presidents, he had so many negative things to happen to him. He ran for office multiple times before he ever even got elected. Several times before he was president, he had tons and tons of setbacks. He had all kinds of life issues that were holding him back, and yet he still forged ahead. So I was thinking when I, when I just typed out Abe Lincoln, because that's if you can read his story and just say to yourself, Abe Lincoln, when you go through these challenging times in your real estate practice, especially and certainly in life. You know, I, I have a lot of uh, our coaches coaching clients and our, our personal coaching clients that uh, just today an agent said to me, you know, I find it impossible that I'm actually doing everything wrong, but it seems that I have rashes from time to time of difficult clients. And I remember when we were selling real estate, Tim, you'd have a bunch of things in contract. 
you'd have like a week where it seemed like just one thing after the next and people were coming unglued and, you know, whose side are you on anyway when you do, you know, different negotiations? It, yes, it is impossible that you're actually doing everything wrong. I find just saying Abe Lincoln can reset oh. that emotional thing, reminding yourself, hey, you know what, he went through that too and, and look who he became. Let me try to add a little texture to that. Sure. Uh, a lot of you, a lot of you guys have probably noticed in your lives that uh, bad things don't usually happen uh, alone, right? So you'll have one bad thing happen, and then you'll have other bad things that will seem to happen shortly thereafter. Have you ever noticed that? Uh, you know, there's all kinds of. It, it's kind of weird, but it's true. Uh, sometimes your bad things will happen in sets of three. Sometimes it'll be two. Sometimes it'll, uh, you know, it is what it is. Okay. And, so the theory is, is that the reason, the first bad thing that happened, let's say maybe you couldn't necessarily control that, right? But what happens then is because of the fact that you are uh, knee-deep in that bad experience and you're thinking about it and you're sort of basically wallowing in it, you're actually manifesting the bad things that come after that. I mean, I mean think about it. The last time you had something go south on a deal, how you had these totally un completely unrelated things that seemed to happen after that. And accept the fact that maybe you manifested, maybe just the, maybe you did the first man, you created the first bad thing, but you also then probably were because of your mindset, because of your thinking, you may have actually created the things that followed that. I know again, this is kind of like, oh my gosh, Tim, what are you talking about? You guys just, you know, you guys teach me scripts and you know, ways to take listings, and you guys show me how to make money, and I get all that. But remember. Guys, 90% of your success is your mindset, 10% of your is your skill set. And, in, and if you can't really get control of your mindset, the best skill set in the world is going to do you absolutely no good. Jules, next point. That's so true. So number six, to consider adopting and adapting. Say to yourself, the story of my life has many chapters. I will stop rereading the bad chapters and start writing the great ones. I think that's a great mindset reset. So acknowledge the fact the story of your life has lots of chapters. Stop rereading the bad ones. Why would you want to keep reliving that? Start writing the great ones starting with today. So point number seven, and this is an easy one, when you pray, move your feet. Because that reminds you not to just wish for things to be different, better, what have you, but to add to that taking action. Move your feet. When you pray, move your feet. You'll catch yourself praying, and that's great, and we encourage that, but isn't that always made better by taking action and moving your feet and doing something for yourself? Of course it is. I find uh, for many people the serenity prayer, which is easy to memorize. God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and most importantly, the wisdom to know the difference. So I think that helps. If you can just maybe adopt that and stop yourself and just say the serenity prayer. On the other side of that, that might have been all it takes. Number nine, very popular with our coaching clients, especially the ones that are self-professed procrastinators. I'm a doer. I do things. I get things done. I do things now. I'm a doer. I get things done. I do things now. That'll cause you to stop ruminating and get into action, which will certainly lead you to a better mindset. Just the act of being in action can correct a lot of negativity. So point number 10, today I am brimming with energy and overflowing with joy. Even if you're not exactly right this second, saying that to yourself, doesn't that automatically make you smile and get into energy? Number 11, I'm here to be of service. We teach this uh, when we do scripts. I'm here to be of service. The more people I help, the wealthier I will become. 
remind yourself why you're here to be of service. Everything is so much easier. Number 12, I already have the qualities I need to be successful. That stops you from saying to yourself, I can't, I won't, because no, I already have the qualities I need to be successful. Now I've got to just go use them. Number 13, I radiate beauty, charm, and grace. That will reset your mindset. Two more, and we'll wrap up. Number 14, I, I am confident and competent, and I do know what I'm doing. Especially important when things are beating up on you. And number 15, I am in control of my mind, body, and wallet. Back to you, Tim. So when you guys – you can write your own too. And some sure. These were just suggestions. Right. So when you have that negative thought that pops into your mind, okay, catch the negative thought. This is your practical how-to. We always like to give you guys really useful information, not just thoughts, right? So when you feel that negative thought entering into your mind, how do you know that there's a negative thought that's ruminating in your brain, especially if it's not something that you're consciously aware of? Okay, now I'm going way off on the deep end, right? So here, the best way to monitor your thinking is ask how you feel. So do this actual practical exercise with me, guys. Ask yourself right now how you feel. How do you feel? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel uh, happy? Do you feel sad? Do you feel scared? Do you feel a whole bunch of things at once? That's probably most of you, okay? So just monitor how you're feeling. And then when you monitor how you're feeling, what you're actually starting to do is tune your brain into what types of thoughts are actually floating around in your head. And then replace, if you don't like the thoughts, if you don't like the feeling, if you're feeling anxious for no damn good reason, if you're feeling scared for no damn good reason, if you're feeling paranoid about something for no good reason, okay, those are all from thoughts that basically have slipped past your thought guard and are deciding to basically plant their stakes in your brain and starting to basically, you know, ruminate other negative thoughts. Go through, listen to this radio show again, and replace those negative thoughts with the positive affirmations or uh, mantras that Julie just gave you, or create your own. And again, the key to making all this work, guys, is monitoring how you're feeling. How am I feeling right now? Ask yourself that question. So, Julie, let's just do this and make it super practical so they can sure. actually use this. So, mm-hmm. Julie Harris, how are you feeling right now? I feel great. I love doing the radio show and helping people. Honestly, yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do, too. I do. This is one of my favorite parts today, and hopefully they can tell that. Um, so that wasn't a good role play, Julie. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right? Oh, you want me to be negative? I have to recalibrate. Yeah, be, be negative. Be negative. Oh, my God. It's so Julie, hot outside. I think I'm going to – I'm hot. I'm frustrated. This weather is making me crazy, and I have a lot of cabin fever right now. Okay, so you feel like a human beef jerky, basically, is what you're saying when you go basically, outside. Basically, yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. Evaporate. Right, so what – where does that negative thought, uh, where, what happens with that negative thought? What, if Julie let that float around in her brain without stopping herself and replacing it with positive thinking, what would happen next? She already said some things. I feel like cabin fever. I feel like this. I feel like that. I don't feel like so doing anything. Did, I'm too hot. Right. Okay, yeah. so those are the types of, see how one thought creates another, creates another, creates another, mm-hmm. creates another. Whereas if you're actually monitoring your feeling, uh, and if you're feeling good, if you're par- feeling powerful, if you're feeling strong, reinforce that. Uh, listen to past radio shows, but one of the quickest ways to do that is start thinking in your brain of all the things you're grateful for. It is Most people, and we've done this experiment uh, live, will change their state, emotional state, after they've said out loud usually about seven or eight things that they're grateful for. And if they're mm-hmm. resistant to it, they always start out with silly things like, I'm you know, grateful for the shoes on my feet. Okay, great. There's one thing. And then they keep on going. And what happens is that they, they start going into the more – 
personal things they're grateful for, you know, whatever that is for you. And then all of a sudden what happens is those negative thoughts, they might still be in your head, but they're not as strong. They're not as powerful. They're not as, as dominant in terms of what your, uh, what your next step is going to be or what your next thought is going to be. Guys, I promise you, uh, even though this is kind of out there for some of you, I get that. We're from Ohio. It was for us when we originally started learning it. When you embrace this stuff, it changes your life. Remember, 90% mindset, 10% skill set. So, Julie, when you were going through your list, I wrote down a question. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, it isn't on our outline for today, but I want to talk to you about it, and I want them to listen, okay? Sure. Okay, somebody is listening to this radio show right now. And let's say they've listened to it all the way through, a half hour through, and they're just summarily rejecting what we're saying, so much to the, the point where they're thinking about putting some negative comments or whatever, right? I mean, they're just summarily yeah. rejecting it. We are 100% witch doctors. We're crazy people. We're, mm-hmm. you know, we're whatever, whatever, right? So they're just summarily rejecting and to the point where they're, you know, that's their reaction. Why? Why mm-hmm. would they react that way? Because the change is more challenging to them than the status quo. And I would still challenge them if it was just so out of their box, why did they continue to listen, right? So it must be resonating, Maybe they're just not ready to accept the fact that they have a negativity challenge, and that's where they've well, got to start. It. And that's why our first point was that, accept the fact that you have a challenge with negativity. Well, so you just said it, right? So as soon as you open your mind to accepting the fact that this is a challenge that you have, and as soon as you've listened to this radio show, and obviously we haven't been able to drill down as much as we'd like to, but what you'll then realize is that it is in your control, it is your responsibility. Once you own something, once you can't be the victim of something, uh, some people it gets really friggin' scary because negative thinking has become a lifestyle. It's become a cultural problem mm-hmm. Comfortable. Uh, all over the world. You know, actually, it's not all over the world. In the places Julie and I have been lucky enough to travel, it's mostly a European and American problem. When you go to other parts of the world, they don't think like this. They don't have this problem that we do. So the thought is, is if you're finding yourself rejecting what we suggested – You just have to ask yourself, okay, if I were to practice what Tim and Julie just said, open my mind ever so slightly to listening and to practicing what they said, what comes next? Well, then I have to be responsible for my outcome of life. And in addition to that, guess what? I can't be a victim any longer. Not When you get to that point, guys, where you're saying, I no longer am going to feel the victim of anything, the economy, you know, any aspect of real estate, any aspect of your personal life, any aspect of life in general, when you finally say, I'm going to be responsible for everything that happens to me, that is scary as hell if you've never had that thought before because it's completely different than the way most people act. But, guys, it's also liberating. Some of you I ask, Julie and I ask when we're in front of groups, we say, why is it that you guys are working so hard? Why is it that you're here in front of us? Why is it that you're in coaching? Why is it that you're doing the things that you do? And they say, well, I've got bills to pay. I've got this. I've got that. I've got, okay, all the normal answers. And then you keep on drilling down. Just ask the same question again and again. And then everyone always ends up saying the same thing. They're looking for freedom, and they want to be happy. Okay? They're looking for freedom from worry. They're looking for freedom from financial stress. They're looking for freedom from their egos. They're looking for freedom from having to be judged. They're looking for freedom from having to feel like they have to be competitive all the time. They're looking for freedom from basically the natural, normal things that happen when you have to work, okay? So here's a thought for you. You will never, no matter how much money, ever feel free from the things that you want mostly to feel free from until you accept the fact that it starts with the 90%, which is your mindset. 
that is that is a reality that I hope all of you guys at some point in your life, at some degree right now, accept. Because once you do, it's it's unbelievably powerful. And then you open the doors to all kinds of new levels of learning and new experiences in life, and you'll, you'll be welcoming left and right people into your life that you never knew even knew existed, and having experiences that you never knew were able you were able to have. It's 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 really wonderful. So, Julie, anything you'd like to say to these guys as we round the bend on today's radio show? Yeah, well, accept it, do something about it, and replace those negative thoughts. Choose your favorites. You don't have to have. We we presented fifteen possibilities. Choose two or three that are your go-to. Right. So for me, it's I'm a doer. I do things now. I get things done. I like the serenity prayer. I like saying to myself, Abe Lincoln. Those are easy ones, but it might be different for everyone. So don't do nothing. That keeps you in negativity. Just decide, even if you were to just take one, just from this very one radio show, choose one thing so that when you catch yourself, you immediately replace it, you do something about it, and you'll be amazed, even after a few days of doing that, what a massive impact it has, not just for you, but for your family, your prospects, your clients, and everything else you do in life. So take action. So guys, if there's ever anything we can do for you, you know what to do, right? Request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And when you do, you're also going to get copies of two of our books. We actually have eight books, but two of our books, uh, probably the most popular ones, if I'm being honest. One is called Real Estate Treasure Map, which is our real estate business plan. It's not a very big book. I'm looking at it right now in my hands. I don't even know how many pages it is. Uh, how many pages is it, Julie? It's not even 100 pages, so that's an easy yeah. book. And the other one is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill with updated content um, specifically for real estate agents. So when you request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, you will get the books in digital format, and you can listen to them at your leisure. So on behalf of Julie, myself, and all of our faculty, staff, and coaches, thank you for the honor of being your coaches, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.